the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Here to preach the good news, heal the brokenhearted, set captives free, and bring restoration to our community, this is Isaiah 61. From Spirit of the Lord Church in North Minneapolis, here's Pastor Solomon. Hello, this is Pastor Solomon from Spirit of the Lord Church here on Isaiah 61. I'm glad you're tuning in again to listen to us, um, to get a fresh perspective, a fresh word, and um, conversation that is geared toward building up our community, restoring um, that which the enemy has stolen, that which uh, you know mankind seeks to take away. We look forward to having uh, impactful conversations and um specific things along the line in terms of um, programs and and things that will cause us to continue to win and restore the broken walls in our community. Now, we're located in on the north side of Minneapolis, and as you know, um, in recent months, it's been the ground for, uh, the grounds for where not only uh, the George Floyd uh, murder occurred, but also revival has broken out, and we've Believing and praying to God that He will sustain this revival and even, you know, extend it beyond our boundaries. Now, across the nation, we're also hearing about how God is moving during these times, and so, uh, in in whatever goes on with whatever condition or situation that we are faced with, or we seem to be faced with, or society is dealing with, I'm very confident, just like you should be, that God is still working that God is still moving, that God is still perfecting his will in spite of everything else going on. Now, last week we talked about uh, Kingdom Legacy, and uh, I had Layla Sutton on the line, wife of uh, late senior pastor Joe Sutton, and we talked about a wide range of things and how to build legacy. So you may want to check out our podcast to Listen to that and, and be reminded of some some of the things that we can do to ensure that we're building legacy um, for the kingdom. So this week, I want to focus on the topic, Think Legacy. Think Legacy. Now, when we when we talk about thinking legacy, uh, it's it's not anything big. It's not anything huge. It's. It's something that we continue to build on a daily basis. So I believe that the tomorrow you're looking for starts today. So decisions that we make today do actually feed into the results that we get tomorrow. So if we're looking for a tomorrow full of promises, we need to put in the work and make decisions that are favorable and that are uh, you know biblical and also you know that are god ordained to 
get us to a place where we actually enjoy our tomorrow. And so thinking about legacy, what does that mean? It would mean different things for different people. And so here I want to talk about the recent unrest that has been going on across the Twin Cities and uh, across the country, the United States. We've heard of several mass shootings and deadly encounters and uh, among other things that we have heard the cry of the people for justice and we have heard the cry of the people to have accountability and that's awesome that's awesome in fact when these moments occur there there is an in, in, in intersection of where god comes in and he takes the helm of affairs and regardless of what we think and what we do god is still working out his purpose or how things may seem god works out his purpose i recall that um when george floyd was murdered and that video went went viral um it it, it raised an outcry across the globe and you know i was getting calls as some of us may have gotten calls from all over the world asking hey I, are you safe are you okay this occurred around your neighborhood and i would tell them that yes i things even though there's violence even though there's um there there there, there was some looting and and some other things that were not good in the community we are still okay and around that time god started a move god started a revival healing and we prayed christians prayed across the twin cities across the nation across the globe and i believe that god started to shift things now and it's not always that we'll see the shift apparent and um and instant it takes time it takes time to build but god is still working his purpose out and so a lot of us were concerned about um what things would look like um, after the verdict but we saw how God moved and how God caused this whole upheaval so so to speak that was um, being being projected and actually the law enforcement team and National Guard were bracing for something um, something very very dangerous something very um, confrontational but it went away. It just dissipated. And you know, listening to the news, I get it. We want to know what's going on. But is the news giving you a forming opinions, a forming thoughts within you and giving you ideas that become what you live by? Is the news feeding you with fear? Is a news feeding you with that which you are afraid of or, or get concerned and worried about? Now, as believers, we don't depend on what the news tells us. We, we, don't, we don't depend on what media tells us. It's the Spirit of God that speaks to us. It's the Spirit of God that connects us, that, that makes certain that we are aligned with heavens. And so we're hearing what God is saying. Now, yes, the signs of the time do dictate 
all right how we move but it's always god that should tell us when and how to move it's only the spirit of god that should tell us when and how to move so as believers even during these times we may depend on the senate the um the u.s government we may depend on law enforcement and those are all good it's just that our hope shouldn't be built on them our hope is always and should always be built on christ now going into legacy right in the kingdom legacy is something that is always being acted on even on a daily basis so that's like i mentioned earlier decisions that we make today determine our tomorrow decisions that we make today determine our tomorrow what we feed ourselves today determines the outcome tomorrow so as as kingdom minded people when we think about legacy we're thinking about decisions that we're making today right um impacting the future generations in, impacting our uh, our ability to influence tomorrow which means that if we are supposed to be at a table with uh, a group of people and we say no we're not going to work with them that sometimes closes a door for us to be able to uh, Im- influence and impact so what decisions are we making today what steps can we purposely take today that would make our world a better place i believe that um i have an idea i have a suggestion to everybody listening that one of the ways that we can and this is biblical is to disciple now jesus gave us a command in matthew 28 right 18 to 20 saying that we should go and make disciples of all nations now now discipling and I will be back we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about discipling on the other side but discipling is not anything complicated there are decisions that we make today about impacting lives about connecting with our fellow neighbor um a church member someone in a community who needs direction who needs to be reconnected to the source of hope the source of strength the source of provision which is God and we become the conduit through whom God works to get us to get the results that someone else needs so which means that we are placing ourselves in a position for God to come in and use us and work through us to impact someone else and that person would in turn also go on and impact another person and so on and so so on so we see the ripple effect as a result of that action so whether it's a police officer that god is telling you to connect with whether it's a young man needing direction in life whether it's an individual who has fallen short of the glory whatever it whoever it is that God is connecting you to drop everything and get going and make that connection and the connection is not going to be based on what where they are or how they've fallen short or what they need it's about changing their 
thought process. It's about changing their mindset and their philosophy because our thoughts create ideas. And once we believe those ideas, they become our way of life or it becomes ingrained in, in us. And so philosophy is derived from that. So what, can, what conversations are we having today? That would build someone else up. That would cause someone to uh, rise up to their potential, to live according to their purpose, to live um, and to respond to God's calling on their lives. Because the blood was shed abroad for all of us, all of us. So as we preach kingdom, as we preach the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, it's not about one person. It's not about one side. It's about all sides. See, it's our duty to help people walk in the light of God's glory. Now, sometimes it, it's, not, it's not a sermon. It's not talking about the word. Sometimes it's about helping them with making certain decisions on a daily basis or helping them to get to a point where you earn the right to speak into their lives. And that takes a process. It takes time. It takes dedication. It takes consistency. So in other words, God calls us to consistency. Now, I want to read from Acts chapter 11. Acts chapter 11. And um, from verse 19, we see how persecutions cut it. Um, the believers all across and the church grew. So sometimes persecution comes for to serve a purpose. Everything that occurs comes to serve for a purpose. But in Acts 11.25, it says, So Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year, they met with the church and taught a great many people. And in Antioch, the disciples were first called Christians. Now, in Antioch, the people were first called Christ-like. The people were first called photocopies of Christ. The people were first called individuals who followed the process that Jesus left. Because for a whole year, they met with the church. They taught many people. They went through the sequence. They discipled. They got people to a point where there was no doubt among everybody listening, everybody around, that these people were photocopies of Christ. Now, this is what we need. We need photocopies of Christ walking all on this earth as believers. That's what we're really called to, to be, to be what? Christ-like, to be photocopies, to be um, the express image of Christ on this earth, walking this earth, helping people effect change, helping people right, 
and teaching them in the ways of the Lord, teaching them in the righteous ways, teaching those laws lawmakers how to make laws that are good for society. This is Isaiah 61. My name is Pastor Solomon, and um, we'll, be, we'll be right back on the other side. Spirit of the Lord Church is a multi-ethnic, multi-generational church impacting North Minneapolis and the greater Twin Cities. Emphasizing the four pillars of godly thinking, training up godly children, godly marriages, and outreach to the community. Spirit of the Lord has quickly become a staple to some of the people who need God the most. As they focus on Jesus Christ, grace and truth bind them together to become God's best. Join them for service every Sunday morning at 1030 at 1001 Penn Avenue North in Minneapolis. Spirit of the Lord Church, a proud sponsor of Isaiah 61. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Mission Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 980 The Mission Bible Teachers and Ministries with Alexa and Amazon Echo. Right. Welcome back to Isaiah 61. This is Pastor Solomon. Um, and we're talking about thinking legacy. Thinking legacy in these times. Um, so how do we think legacy? So we talked about discipling. Now Christ taught us the blueprint. Christ has the blueprint for us. So even if you think there are certain things that are not in Scripture, the Spirit of God is able to teach you. So there's no there's no excuse there's no reason not to do the bidding of 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 Jesus right so the people in Antioch the church in Antioch the disciples in Antioch right were first called Christians because they displayed likeness they displayed likeness to Christ which which is incredible that um just for three and a half years of ministry, Christ was able to build a sustainable system and he ingrained in his disciples at the time the importance of changing the world the worldview of those around them. Now, as believers, we're called to show forth God's glory. And so... God's glory is ready to manifest through me, through you. God's perfect will is ready to manifest through me and through you. We just need to be obedient and reprioritize. Once we reprioritize, what happens is that the Spirit of God takes over and causes us to 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 be to to be victors in areas that we thought we had no strength in areas that we we may have thought that well I couldn't do this because his strength is what is perfected in our weakness so it's our duty to 
as believers, as people who call ourselves and who have confessed Christ as Lord and Savior, it's our duty to continue to help people navigate, find their purpose, navigate life, reprioritize, and then get in right standing with Christ. And we change the world one person at a time. We change the world one person at a time. Again, Acts 11 verse 26 says that, And they found, and when they had found him, that is Saul, he brought him to Antioch. For a whole year they met with the church and taught a great many people. See, there has to be unity. There has to be unity in the in the body. If we're thinking legacy, we have to unite. Sundays don't have to be a segregated day. Um, for so long, communities of color, minority communities, have been plagued with many circumstances and situations that were not pleasant. Well, that led to a lack of vision. That led, led to depletion of resources. That led to them losing hope. Right? And we are right in the heart of North Minneapolis. And the need is great. The need is great. And so what we, what we do is that we disciple people. We walk with people. We, just like God did not throw the clay away, he remolded the clay and he was patient through the process to know that, well, you know what? This clay is still good. There's still something good that can come out of this. So in in other words, God is an eternal optimist, believing in the fact that we who have professed Christ as our Lord and Savior are daily being transformed, daily being transformed. So when God looks at us, he sees the perfected image of Christ. And that's what he's called us to, to see the perfected image of Christ to anybody who has accepted Christ and and challenging and, and getting and having a hard time or being challenged with walking upright. It's our duty to help them along the way, to strengthen the feeble needs, to think legacy. Decisions that we make today will feel what results we get tomorrow. And so I call on the entire body of Christ across the Twin Cities, across the United States, across the globe to come together and find ways to evenly distribute resources to ensure that we are building kingdom legacy, we are discipling, that we are helping change and shape the worldview of people. We shouldn't leave that to the the media and and television shows and and social media to to educate our our, our, our fellow believers or people that need God. We believe. We believe in legacy. We believe 
that Jesus left a legacy that has been passed on and handed down over the centuries to us and we are beneficiaries of that so we can only do well by handing handed those down as well to the next generation and the next and the next by impacting and influencing one person at a time now we we're going to go and talk about uh the process of discipling in the coming weeks but i want us to think legacy Think about the decisions that you make today. Think about how you are, are are impacting lives and how you will impact the dialogue with your decisions today by committing yourself to discipling at least one soul and committing resources to areas where they need resources greatly. We have the good news. We have the power of the Holy Spirit. And we have the power of prayer to help us effect change. So let's be burdened to rebuild our community. Let's be burdened to rebuild our world. This is our legacy. And we should think legacy. Legacy.